Live from Lisbon, this is The Twilight Show with Lucy Newberger. Good evening, everybody. Sorry I'm late, but you're back with me, Lucy Newberger, and it's time for The Twilight Show. Live from Lisbon, this is The Twilight Show with Lucy Newberger on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You are back with me, Lucy Newberger. It's Tuesday once again. And quite honestly, I am shattered this evening. I am sitting here in a hoodie and uh, tracksuit bottoms, which for a fitness show is probably not the greatest thing. But hey ho, we press on. And to be honest, the reason I'm sitting like this is because for some inexplicable reason, my half term has not happened yet. I am not off until next week, but I think the vast majority of you at this point have been and gone through half term. You've had your week off and you are back to it. So in a way, I'm jealous, but also I suppose I've still got everything to look forward to. Good evening, Tom Rogers. Lovely to have you. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we are starting late, but hopefully people will join in, and before too long, we will have plenty of you in here to join in the fun. So before we get on to this evening's chat about teacher fitness and all things related to that, of course, I have to do my weekly recap. So as I mentioned already, I'm still at school. It's a struggle this week. It really, really is. And after killing off half my class last week, well, I say I killed them off. I think I mentioned last week that after one birthday party, they all dropped like flies. And I was down to single figures up until, well, no, pretty much up until I think I may have had 11 on Friday. But it was down to eight or nine of them, certainly for a large part of the week, which in many ways was blissful and in other ways has caused complete and total havoc. I have pretty much given up trying to figure out uh, who hasn't done what test because we had an assessment week. And of course, that's towards the end of a half term. So I don't know who's done what. I've had lists and post-its and things all over the show. I still am not entirely sure who's finished their story that we started writing two, maybe even three weeks ago. Now, I'm just, I have no idea. Trying to keep up has been horrendous. And I know I probably should be better organised. I know that I'm going to lose many teacher points. But I am trying. I really am. And I'm sure many of you out there relate to the fact that COVID is still despite Boris Johnson's feelings on the matter, is still ripping through our schools. It's still taking people down. It seems to be children now more so than it does 
adults. Uh, I don't know if that's true where you are, but it's certainly true from my side of things, primarily because they've all stopped wearing masks, as is their right to, as is Portuguese law. Uh, I didn't realise that uh, I was telling, because the rule we had originally was children over the age of 10 or 10 and over had to be in masks. Well, that's what we understood to be the, the law, because in Portugal, <clears throat> excuse me, children change schools at 10, not 11. So whereas we go up to British year six and children swap over at 11 in the Portuguese system, they don't. So I don't know if that was the, the reasoning behind it. But it turns out that uh, they don't have to wear masks. <clears throat> so, of course, they've all got together. Not that many of them are vaccinated. They're, they're starting to. And so it has just torn through my class in particular. I don't quite know. Well, I don't quite know if any of the other classes had quite the issue that I did. but. Uh, it has certainly, while at the time it's quite nice having so few of them, of course it becomes problematic later on. And I also, I also have parent meetings on Friday because we have, I think it's two or three parents evenings a year. And uh, I'm just at the point where I'm going to have to use what I've got in terms of, because we all know we should never just go purely on assessments when we are, when we are, um, talking to parents about their children or when we're reporting or anything like that. But it helps give you a, a benchmark, doesn't it? So that you can sit there a parent's evening with a few bits of paper in front of you or your iPad or whatever it is and say, right, okay, I can see where so-and-so is roughly. But always being mindful that that's not gospel because it always depends on what kind of day they're having. So I'm going to go with what I've got and hope that I don't get asked anything too complicated. I mean, the setup for these parents' evenings alone has been quite tricky. My head teacher is quite the fan of, uh, of spreadsheets. So everything, and I see his reasoning in that it's all there visually, but I think because my brain doesn't work like that, trying to kind of organise timings and making sure things don't clash when um, parents also want to see specialist teachers as well as me, it's... Uh, it's been a little bit of a, an adventure trying to trying to get that sorted, but I think I'm there. I've sent all my Google invites out. I think I'm ready. So hopefully, we are we are good to go. And the good thing is is that we are on Google and we do get to be at home on Friday. So I get to stare at the walls of my apartment as opposed to the walls of my classroom. What else has gone on this week? Oh. I went tree planting with the few that managed to drag themselves into school, which was absolutely delightful, to be honest. The weather wasn't 100% perfect, but in the Sintra Hills, it, it never is. Uh, nobody got smacked in the face with a spade and nobody ate any suspicious berries or mushrooms. So all in all, I would say that is a success. And considering we had uh, year two and well, year two, I think probably more likely to go down the poisonous mushroom route, although you never know. Sometimes I think, I wonder with year six that they wander off and, and get distracted by a pretty flower or something that they think is, is edible. But no, everybody came back in one piece. We had parent volunteers that came out with us, which was lovely as well. And I think it's it's quite interesting that when you take parents on trips with you, and I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but you you see them in a different light. They they approach you differently, I feel. And I think they also have a new appreciation for what it's like to wrangle a group of kids, whatever age they are, on a daily basis. And I think they come away thinking, my gosh, it is actually harder than it looks. 
because I am quite sort of military on school trips, mostly because in the past I have had experiences where they have been wholly disastrous. I've nearly left kids in places. I honestly, on one occasion, I think it was the the London Museum, Museum of London. It's one of the ones that's very centrally located with no parking. And uh, it's, we had a very stressful time getting there on that particular day because we were coming up from Gillingham in North Kent. And we'd all piled on, we'd got stuck in traffic, we had limited time once we were there. So we were tearing round. I was all over the show. I, Truth be told, I didn't have enough adults with me, which in hindsight, I shouldn't have even been allowed to go. But I, in my complete confusion, sent children looking for other children. Honestly, it was a disaster area. And ever since then, I have been very mindful about the number of adults, about my organisation, first aid, etc. Because the, the head of the school where that disaster trip happened, I mean, she gave me the mother of all telling offs. But then she did sort of say to me, look, just take it as a as a lesson in making sure you are airtight in terms of trips and all the, and all the rest of it. So if nothing else, she, I think, did me a favour there by not sacking me, which I feel like it could have happened on that occasion. But um, actually, after that, I was I was a year four teacher at the time. After that, bizarrely, she she sent me on the year six residential, which I I, I found extraordinary because I thought, I mean, after I I nearly lost a portion of of, of my class, you're then going to send me on the year six residential. And her reasoning was, well, you like outdoorsy things, and two of the year six teachers don't want to go. I thought. They don't want to go. I don't know what the reasoning was. I don't know why they didn't want to go. I didn't ask questions. I just ended up going on the year six residential that year, which turned up, which turned out actually to be really, really good fun and precisely my thing. And uh, watching children cry at the top of very high things was most entertaining. No, I'm joking. I it was it was great fun and it was a good experience for me. And actually, it gave me a chance to redeem myself and prove that I could go on a trip successfully without losing anybody or losing my mind. So there you go. In other news, we had a cross country event yesterday. And this was only a sounds very tally ho, doesn't it? We, <laughs> we, uh, it was only one kilometer around the around the school. We actually are not in uh, lush, beautiful grounds. I wish we were. We actually back onto a residential road and there's scrubland behind us, which is eventually, I hope, going to be a gymnasium. They're going to actually use the land. But in the meantime, it's scrub. And then they kind of go around the school through the, the sort of central kind of atrium bit we have in the in the entranceway and, and back round. And I always find these sporting events, I get mixed emotions because... In some children, this brings out any kind of sporting event, be it sports day, cross country, team sports, whatever it is. In some of them, it brings out that champion mindset, that competitive edge, that brilliant kind of let's go, let's do this, let's be our best selves. And in others, it brings out the I'd rather be uh, hanged upside down by my ankles and left in the playground all evening than go for a one kilometer run. But it was good, wholesome fun. Uh, there were tears from some people. There was all sorts going on. Mercifully, nobody was sick. I think a few people came close, but I don't do vomit. So I was quite grateful that nobody was sick on their feet or sick part of the way around. 
And actually, some of my children really, really surprised me. I And I don't know why I'm shocked. I should, you should never underestimate anybody. And I think it goes to show, particularly with children, that some of them come out swinging on occasions where you really not necessarily didn't think they would, but they they show you another side to them. And I have this tiny little girl in my class who's just a, a sprite of a thing. And she is a bit, I don't want to describe her as a diva. That's that's not fair. And that's not really true. She's she's assertive. She's very kind of, she likes to sing and dance. She likes to do all sorts of things like that. And she's very into her art, her creativity. She loves all that. But I didn't think she was, or I didn't know rather, that she was particularly sporty. She flew round this course. Honestly, at one point I thought she'd almost taken off. She came third because the 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 girl in year in year five who won, I've never seen anything like it. But to see this little girl in my class do that, and I did say to her afterwards, I said I was so impressed by that because she was all all afternoon before we went out, she was almost green. She was so nervous. So to see her do that was was really really great. So that was that was a, a lovely a lovely afternoon, and of course the the parents were invited this time because it was outside and because we're relaxing things slowly. And honestly, and I know teachers get a lot. Well, I certainly do get a laugh out of this every year when they turn up to sports days and things like that because you see where some children get it from in terms of competitiveness and things like that and it's just for me it's quite a funny people watching exercise to to see these parents and the way they cheer on their children or the ones that are more reserved or the ones that almost are out there running with them uh it's it's quite funny sadly we didn't get a parent race this year but I've heard in the past that uh some parents at my particular school have gone up against each other and it's got quite quite competitive and quite serious particularly when ex-marines and things like that show up but hopefully we will get to have parent races again and I can have a good old laugh at that down the line I'm hoping as well that maybe maybe sports day this year but but we'll see we'll see what else um I've actually confession time I have neglected my fellow teachers talk radio hosts this week but on a side note and Tom Rogers will enjoy this um I've very much been enjoying edudate twitter spaces for those of you who are not familiar with edudate edudate is dating for teachers by teachers it's a wonderful concept they are on twitter under at edudate so do go and check out if you're a single teacher and you're looking to uh, enjoy your dating life a little bit more thoroughly thoroughly recommend but uh, if you enjoy, as a single person, being mercilessly picked on by Tom Rogers, yes, you, Tom Rogers, uh, because you have nothing better to do on a weekend than be in a Twitter space, <laughs> no, they're great fun, honestly. And if you do see them pop up, if you follow EduData and you do see them pop up, do come and get involved because we do have a right old laugh, the single Pringles amongst us. And finally... To conclude my weekly roundup, and I will honestly, I'm sorry, I will never ever tire of, of plugging my What's For Dinner feature. So if you'd like to tell me what you're having for dinner, I'd be most grateful to know. Um, and I'm not going to bother even lying to you all this evening, saying that I'm going to see what I can whip up later, because that is simply not true. I am going to be ordering a takeaway, and I have no regrets. 
Ah, oh, HB history. Hello, other Tom. I shouldn't call you other Tom, that's mean. Tom HB, uh, tell us about your EduDate experiences. Well, I would, Tom, but I'm fairly sure nobody wants to hear that. Uh, <laughs> But I think um, you you have fun in the edgy date Twitter spaces, uh, don't you, Tom? So hopefully I will see you there again, and we can talk we can talk more about it later if we have time. I won't rule it out as a as a mention later on in the show, but uh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So after the news, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this evening's show. We're going to chat about fitness. Uh, I'm going to be asking you some hard-hitting questions about what you get up to, whether you're runners, uh, whether you're Zumba dancers, whether you're, I don't know, darts, temping, bowling, whatever floats your boat, really. So we will have a good old chat about that after the news. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen great improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls' School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk and quote TTR for 10% off. That's uplearn, U-P-L-E-A-R-N If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.witherslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. A report from the Consortium for Research into Deaf Education has shown that the number of specialist teachers of the deaf in England has fallen by 16.5% since 2011. The National Deaf Children's Society has said that the deaf children already fall behind at every stage of school and they fear that this decline will increase as a result of 53% of existing staff being over the age of 50. Mike Hobday, Director of Policy and Campaigns at the NDCS said, Teachers of the deaf play an absolutely crucial role but year after year, they've been cut just to balance the books. As a result, 
deaf children are left fighting for their futures and falling behind at every stage of school. We need urgent action to fix this issue, but there is no guarantee that more funding for schools will be enough to provide exactly what deaf pupils need. A spokesperson for the Department of Education said, all children and young people, including those who are deaf or have a hearing impairment, should receive the support they need to succeed in their education. That's why there is a legal requirement for teachers to hold relevant mandatory qualifications when teaching classes of pupils who have a sensory impairment. In Wales, head teachers have warned that lockdowns have left many young people unable to cope, as bad behaviour has soared in schools. Jane Harries, head teacher of Haverford West High, warned, There will be very few schools in Wales now who do not have some involvement with the police. It is a tiny minority of children, but it has risen in the pandemic. Jackie Parker, head teacher of Crickhowell High in Powys, said school was a magic cocktail that allows students to develop emotionally and academically. She said, Students have done incredibly well, but we are now in a situation where we need to do serious work around behaviour. It brings to the fore that schools are more than academic institutions. School is about emotional intelligence, empathy and friendship, as well as academic performance. There will be no quick fix. The NAS-UWT union has had an increase in reports from members of higher levels of verbal abuse from children. This has been your latest Teacher Stock Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, today I'm responding to a tweet from Michelle Stevens at M underscore Stevens Zero, pointing out to at Team English One that a lot of people don't know about the snipping tool, and she was compiling a list of shortcuts. The thread sparked a lot of fantastic responses and inspired today's Two Minute Tech. Today I present Getting Snippy With It. In Windows, a simple shortcut combo of Windows plus Shift plus S opens the snipping tool. The snipping tool is like an advanced version of print screen. After the combo key press, a small menu appears giving you five options. Rectangle select, which is draw a box around what you want, freeform select which is draw a shape around what you want, window select which is pick the window you want to capture, screen select which captures the full screen or replication of the print screen button. Some may say there's no point to this but stay tuned, there is. Finally there's a cross to close and pressing escape can do the same thing. If you have an interactive board you can pin snip and sketch to your taskbar, right click the icon and select pin to taskbar. Now you can press it to make screen grabs and not have to go over to the keyboard. Snip and sketch also gives you the ability to annotate on a screenshot. To make this even more powerful 
Did you know pressing Windows and V shows your last 25 captures to your clipboard? The first time you use this, you'll need to switch on the feature by pressing Windows and V and agreeing to switch it on. Now you can take several screen captures and then paste them into the app you're presenting with. This can be very time efficient. For this week's visual version of the episode, I've made a series of clips and given some real life examples of using the snipping tool. So don't forget to check out TT Radio 2020 Twitter feed. I'm Steve Woods and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. I know I say this every week, but those those little briefings from, from Steve are absolutely brilliant. And honestly, the snipping tool is an absolute game changer. I actually, my my partner teacher, who's only bless her, 10 years older than me, did not know what snipping tool was. I think she's been out of the classroom for, for a while. She was working with with SEN in our school so she wasn't in the classroom she wasn't having to do the things that we were doing but honestly when I showed her the stipping tool I think it was like all her Christmases and birthdays had come at once so forever grateful to, to Steve for, for making sure that we're staying on it on the tech front. Meanwhile, while the news was on, Mrs. Sorcher, please tell me I pronounced that correctly, uh, is having pie and mash for dinner, which she picked up on the way home. Fantastic. No judgment there at all. Uh, Woody, Woody's also said, uh, I need this two minute tech. I think we all do. Uh, we all need more Steve two minute tech in our lives. I think it is an excellent feature and long may it continue. So let's keep on that. Right. Let's get down to it. So. We're talking about keeping fit this week. And keeping fit as a teacher is hard. We know it's hard. We And when I was trawling the internet, uh, which I spend an alarming amount of time doing, it's no wonder I get anything else done. I find I found sort of many, I've, I'm going to say helpful in inverted commas articles um, about how you absolutely can squeeze fitness into your life if you want to. Um, and you can, you know, there are ways to do it. So if I just, uh, and as always, I've chucked paper everywhere. And uh, if you want me to, to chuck these into my show notes, I can, but some of you may uh, not find them helpful, but you never know. I mean, you can be the judge. This is a 2015, oh gosh, digging into the archive almost, article from The Guardian that says five ways teachers can fit exercise around work. Uh, and of course, this is pre-COVID as well. Let's bear in mind, get active in school. So getting involved in things that kids are doing, uh, like Duke of Edinburgh Awards. I don't know if these are, are back on as I'm out of the UK these days, but maybe they are. So maybe you want to go Duke of Edinburgh training with your class. I don't know if you want to do that. Uh, this one made me howl with laughter. Uh, get up early. And I know that there are people who do. I know that these people exist. Uh, the quote from here, one teacher who would prefer to remain anonymous, unsurprising, probably because people will hate them for it. <laughs> That's a, a little bit dramatic, maybe. Suggests exercising early in the morning. She sets her alarm for 5.45. To be fair, that's not that bad. I've, I've heard worse. And swims or exercises in the gym for half an hour before getting ready to, for school. So if you are an early bird, maybe that is the way forward. Uh, another suggestion is working exercise into your commute. Now, I don't know about you, but my commute's down quite a busy road. So unless I am playing a sort of game of roulette with my life, I think I will leave that one out. And of course, make a plan and stick to it, which uh, for the neurodivergent among us like me is not an option. Because although with the greatest of will in the world, uh, planning is not 
my strong suit, uh, even as a teacher, which I should probably also not say out loud, but there we go. Uh, another article from Smart Classroom Management uh, has a more kind of in-depth approach to this. They say actually exercising from home, so you don't have to even go anywhere. Uh, do it every day. Well, mm, I mean, I wouldn't say every day. I actively encourage rest days, uh, as I think any good trainer would. Start with just a few minutes, of course, um, and only do... Uh, only give your maximum effort. Well, that goes without saying as well. And of course, the, the strong advice of warming up and stretching, which also helps. And actually, I should say that warming up and stretching both before and after workouts has been a bit of a game changer for me. Um, Mrs. Sorcher has said again, we have a group of walkers during morning break and lunch. I watch from the window. Well, I mean, uh, Mrs. Sorcher, I don't know if you're uh, UK based or not, but I don't blame you from, from what I've heard about UK weather recently. Watching from the window is probably the much uh, better option for, for all involved, really. So hey ho. <laughs> Something else I actually wanted to pick up on was that I realised earlier in the week, and I, I feel this is going to spark a bit of a bit of a debate but then it, it, it might not anyway hear me out so um i referred to fitness regimes uh, in one of my tweets i think it was the first one about this show that i was going to do and then i a, a podcast i did manage to listen to this week purely because it's just an autopilot thing for me was from my favorite comedian eliza schlesinger and in amongst it she the premise of her podcast is people write in ridiculous no, they are mostly ridiculous questions. And she offers sage advice to 20 and 30 something year old, mostly women. But in amongst all this, uh, a rant or a discussion ensued about the difference between regiment, regime and regimen. And uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Regiment, regime and regimen were the three words. That was that was correct. And again, I'm struggling to read my own handwriting because I did I did write this down. And those of you who listen to me regularly know that uh, I'm one of those people who still insists on handwriting my show notes and then discovers partway through a show that they are illegible. But no, that is definitely what I've written. And she correctly pointed out that regime <laughs> usually refers to, and I shouldn't laugh because it's not funny at all, to sort of an authoritarian government. So you'll hear people refer to the Nazi regime or a fascist regime. So either, and again, I'm sure there'll be people leaping up and down in their seats, dying to correct me or confirm what I'm about to say. So either I've imagined that I can use regime in other contexts, uh, like fitness regime, or I have been using it incorrectly. And it's one of those embarrassing things where people are looking at me and thinking, no, Lucy, regime is the authoritarian government and that that's it. So if you want to, to leap in and have your say on that, please do. Um, in terms of regimen, I believe that to be an Americanism. Again, please do jump in at any point and help me out here. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I've never heard uh, regimen in British English, but please do. You're all very quiet, so please do shout and scream at me because I am honestly dying, dying for confirmation on this, um, particularly with regime, which I think I'm going to actually remove from my vocabulary after this. And then regiment... Uh, I've always understood to be something to do with the military. So that is the distinction in my mind. And maybe referring to fitness regime 
is not the greatest idea as it invokes something being forced upon you rather than something you are deciding for yourself. So any thoughts on that, please do share. I really would like to know because I did have a good old laugh, particularly when I was listening to that podcast when Eliza Schlesinger was quite adamant about the difference. Oh, here we go. We've got some, ah, brilliant. Great. Now we've got some opinions coming in. Uh, Holly has said, regime works for fitness to me as it always feels like torture. (laughs) You just haven't found what you love yet, Holly. Uh, Nathan, hello. Regime is what I say, but then I mean it in an authoritarian way. Fair enough. Um, Never heard of it in the UK. How's it spelled? Are you referring to regimen there, Mrs. Sorcher? I think you might be. Um, It's regimen is, right, is R-E-G-I-M-E-N. And I've only ever, yeah, I've only ever heard that as as an Americanism. Um, Nathan, going back to you, um, regime is what what I say, but in the authoritarian way, do you mean you like being barked at by a uh, personal trainer and being told that... um, sweat is fat crying I think I've heard or uh, a kind of less uh, correct version of don't be rubbish that's not what they say to you but you get the idea Um, I've certainly heard stories of personal trainers definitely pushing people too far and but some people like that some people like the military approach I've never found it particularly effective I don't really want to be shouted at Uh, I want to be pushed of course but I don't want to be made to cry Um, Yep, in the drill, drill sergeant is my way. What, in terms of just fitness, or is that your teaching style as well, Nathan? Do 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 let me know. I'd be I'd be intrigued to find out. So, after going into my little <laughs> in terms of fitness, well, you know, you you keep going, Nathan. If it works for you, I am I am truly happy for you, my friend. So, I mean, if if being barked at until you cry or vomit is is what you want, then with my blessing, go forth and enjoy but just don't come and cry at me when you pull a muscle or when you can hardly move because I think that well no I I don't know if that would happen Nathan you strike me as a as someone who is quite quite physically fit so there we go so in amongst all of this when I did my research and I found these articles that I deemed to be quite unhelpful about exactly how teachers can fit it all in on top of everything else on top of the the days we spend in school the marking da, 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 da. I wanted some real world answers to this and I it turns out that there are a lot of people out there who are absolutely smashing it um and making time to get fit I mean you know because I'm I talk about it regularly that I'm training for the Lisbon half marathon at the moment. And I, my relationship with running has been on and off for years and years and years, primarily because uh, my feet constantly hurt. I'm flat footed. So I just have to have the right trainers. I've thrown my back out numerous times. Um, The list goes on. And so it's kind of always been up and down and a little bit all over the show, but I decided, and also because I spent, I did that thing where I dug the hole, and I spent most of last year talking about doing the Lisbon half, doing the Lisbon half, I really want to do it, I really want to do it, and of course, I never, I never really got round to it, and then I thought, oh gosh, I, uh, I'm actually going to, I'm going to have to do it, I'm going to have to, have to do it, because I've, I've talked about it, I've talked about it, I'm going to have to, oh, so on New Year's Day, I booked it 
And I thought, right, okay, well, I've parted with the money, I've told people I'm doing it, and now, now it has to happen. And actually, I say I don't like planning, and I say that that doesn't really work for me because of, well, I blame ADHD, but there's probably a whole host of other reasons in there too. But actually, I use my Garmin watch, and I'm sure those of you who are runners are familiar with with Garmin and its associated apps and through that you can pretty much tailor yourself a plan uh, and that has been an absolute game changer for me as it schedules workouts to suit my time it builds me up very slowly and the, the progression is in keeping with my fitness levels which never really seem to to get any better but I'm hoping that come May the 8th, when I stand on that start line and go over the spectacular bridge in Lisbon, that I will at least be able to complete the thing, if nothing else. So that is that is the aim. I'm not looking for a time. Although I say this now, I guarantee you the closer it gets, the more likely I am to think, oh, wonder if I could do it in X. But given that my current half marathon PB is two hours 14, I'm not looking for miracles, but that was four years ago, and that was with a distinct lack of training. I mean, it was sort of hit and miss, but uh, it can be done, but I, I'm, I'm hoping that actually by going through a training program and I'm going to prove a point to myself that if you train, actually you can do it and you can do it better than you think. But uh, I also wanted to know whether, or what other people got up to, and other kind of fitness, because I appreciate that a lot of you are not runners. Um, I also appreciate that Tom Rogers, when I mentioned running earlier in the week, was very unhappy with me because uh, I think he felt I was inadvertently shaming him because he hadn't been for a run for a while. But it is, it is hard. It is so hard. And certainly at the end of a day, which let's face it, for the vast majority of us, it is at the end of a day, the, the temptation to go home and sit on your backside and do nothing is and particularly during the winter months is infinitely preferable to lacing up your shoes and going out in the cold and I mean I when I lived in the UK I was a member of of running clubs and all sorts and we went out all times of year and there were evenings where it was absolutely grim and there were evenings where I did stay home and have a glass of wine instead I, I won't lie to you but uh, I kind of feel that out here in Portugal with with um, better weather I really don't have an excuse to be honest but not all of us are runners and I wanted to uh, get a feel for what teachers in the Twitter sphere do for their fitness regimes or see I've said it again regimes but I think we can stick with it I've been given permission to stick with it, so I think we'll we'll go we'll go with it. Um, Anthony Thompson Gardner is one of our early birds. He starts with a five thirty a.m. run. Goodness me, karate two evenings a week and once on a weekend. Half marathon on a Saturday morning. I didn't get a chance to clarify whether that was every Saturday morning, but he already sounds like a total Fruit Loop. So there we go. Um, hit training times twenty minutes, combining weights twice a week and less mock mock exam marking scuppers that. Is that all the scuffers that? Okay. And trying really hard to stick to that, whatever the term brings. So that's blimey. Um, meanwhile, uh, Briley Habib, friend of the show, a friend of uh, TTR generally, actually, um, has a spin bike in her kitchen. So that's how she gets on board with it. Personally, I think spin classes are the absolute 
devil. I don't know about how any of you feel about spin classes, but one of my great friends from home is, um, she's a police officer, but she's also a fitness instructor in her spare time, was forever trying to get me to go to spin classes and uh, among other things that she taught. But I particularly loathed spin. I just... I don't think I'd do it. I'd do it right. I end up just with either the pedals being like, it's, it's like either like pedaling through treacle or I feel like a hamster about, about to have a heart attack. And I just, if I'm pushing that hard, I want to be going somewhere. Like, I think that's why I get on well with, with running because I'm actually going from point to point rather than putting in all that steam to go absolutely nowhere so no to spin from me i don't know if any of you want to chime in and 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 have your your uh, thoughts on that um oh uh, yeah harry waters not not a fan of spin uh from what i can tell um harry's more of a yoga chap so you like to take things more slowly oh fantastic do you find though that it's enough of a workout harry um i i always kind of no <laughs> care to add any more to that Harry or are you just doing it more to unwind as opposed to a fitness thing I feel it's more of a kind of it's a it's an unwind before bed rather than a uh, an actual fitness thing although again I'm sure there are people out there who would uh, be horrified by me making that statement who who live and die by yoga so each to their own I also and I don't know if this is too crude for teachers talk radio, but I worry about I worry about farting in yoga. I'm just going to say it. I worry about farting in yoga. I just it's just too too hazardous for me in in that sense. Um, I don't know why it's such a problem, but and also don't lie, Holly. Don't lie. It it happens to all of us. Please do not make me feel alone on this. Holly's laughing at me. <laughs> It, it happens. Please tell me. I'm not. I haven't just set myself up for ultimate ridicule for here on end. But I, I don't know. Well, uh, I'm sure that there are others out there, and I've not just. It happens. Oh, good. That's good to know. Holly has also said she loves a spin. You absolute heathen. I, I have a Peloton bike, which I love, but I struggle to fit around planning and parenting over the past term. Again, understandable. I think it's it it, it happens to all of us, and there's certain times of year where work just just takes over what other suggestions have i had on twitter i've had um running up and down stairs that was from you harry again uh who's also added that he swims um because i forgot my pen notebook wallet mind <laughs> doesn't count i guess i think stair running counts and i know there was someone else on twitter uh zoe i can't find her tweet at the moment but she also said that she is calculating her stair runs i absolutely think that counts and i actually take the ever since i got trapped in the lift in my apartment um which is incidentally how i met my old neighbor when she uh rescued me and i was a sobbing mess on her floor uh, she invited me in and we were friends until she she moved out so but yes ever since then i digress ever since then i have taken the stairs in my apartment so i'm a, a big believer in in stair in going up and down the stairs and it gives you a nice bum so there you go um amanda bostock who's um She's uh, uh, someone who actually teaches at another school out here in Portugal. Uh, her reaction to all this was, you almost sickened me with your exercise. So I think that's probably going to be a shared reaction from, from some people as well. Because for some people, it just isn't, it isn't their thing. And I think that in the society we live in today, it's so, there's almost too much choice as well. I think it's, it's overwhelming. And if 
like me, and I'm sure others of you were, were like this growing up, it wasn't your thing. Like I hated PE at school. I wasn't, and I think because it all centered around team sport and my hand-eye coordination is highly questionable. Throwing, catching, it just, it wasn't for me. I I couldn't bear it. And so come secondary school, I used every excuse in the book. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to do it. I was, I was uh, slightly heavier than I am now. And it just all made me feel rubbish. And actually it was only sort of when I got to university that I kind of found sort of, I found fitness classes. I found that they were much more, much more my thing. Uh, speaking of fitness classes, I mean, we know that, well, we've got a mixed mixed reviews on, on spin, but any other classes that any of you do or care to share? Uh, I used to very much enjoy a boot camp style or a circuit style class. That was also great. And I also find the good thing about classes is that I was a great one for going to the gym and kind of wafting around the free weight section, not really knowing what I'm doing and not really achieving anything. But if you're going to the gym and you're going to a class, then you, you're going to get a workout because once you turn up to that class, you've, you've committed, you're there, you have to do something, you have to get from A to B or do whatever it is. Uh, Harry has decided that that's an absolute no, anything with people shouting at me, but they don't have to be shouting at you. You get some lovely fitness instructors. Some of them, I I don't know what, what they're so happy on, it must be endorphins, are absolutely flying. Um, I already know I'm worthless. Oh, Harry, goodness, for goodness sake. No, you're not. Uh, but I do, as we've touched on already, we do know that uh, some people actually quite like, uh, Nathan has definitely alluded to the fact that he likes that military approach. And maybe that's what he needs to get him moving after a, a hard day's teaching. But no, I definitely enjoy a, a body combat. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, boot camp. Um, I done insanity classes before, which the clues in the title, I've never sweated so much in my life. Um, but due to the hand eye coordination, uh, anything kind of dance. No, I did do Zumba for a while. I did at university, my two housemates and I used to go on whatever it was a Monday night, um, at the school, at school, at the university gym. And one of my housemates at the time, Amy, uh, was a dancer, so she's a ballet dancer, so very coordinated, very elegant in her movements. Uh, meanwhile, Annabelle, quite tall, uh, long limbed, um, and slightly more awkward, and then me, who, as we've already discussed, no hand eye coordination. So you'd have Amy showing off beautifully, getting all the moves right. Meanwhile, you'd have Annabelle, who looked like an electrocuted jellyfish, and me, who just was kind of stomping around like um, one of those three-year-olds who doesn't want to be in ballet class. Uh, so that was very entertaining. But I enjoyed it. I really went for the music. And in my mind, I look great. So I think that's all that matters, really. And I know that people will say, oh, well, you know, it's, it's kind of if you're not sort of in keeping with the best of them, then you shouldn't be going to these classes. Absolute rot. Find a class that works for you. And if you want to dance like nobody's watching, then you absolutely should. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. She's chimed in to say, at my old school, they used to do a run after school at four and on some days do a bounce class. Not for me, but lots of members of staff joined in. What on earth is a bounce class? Does that involve trampolines? That sounds hazardous. 
Uh, actually, oh, speaking of trampolines, I did do um, at one. At, there was a trampoline park near where I used to live in the UK, and they actually did uh, trampoline fitness classes, and they were brilliant. But uh, I did always worry about kind of flying off somewhere. So all these random, weird, and wonderful things they do exist. Harry's also mentioned dancing. Um, did Harry? Did I imagine this, or do you use salsa? Uh, maybe I imagine that. I don't know. Please, please confirm or deny either way. I don't. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know how, why. I think it's because you, maybe you live in Spain, Harry. That's why I had in my idea that you're just salsering the, the night away every night. <laughs> Nathan, uh, one of my favorite things is a heavy elastic band I keep around for strength training. Oh, those resistance bands. Yeah, they're quite good. If I don't have much time. Fantastic. Um, Sarah has just confirmed that bounce includes trampolines and glow sticks. Wow. Okay. Well, again, whatever keeps you motivated. And if that's what teachers, if teachers want to have a bouncing rave after school, then why not? I say we should. Uh, Harry, my wife is a flamenco dancer. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Incredible. Um, Going back to <laughs> you are not, <laughs> oh, Harry, but you know, you've got your yoga, so you are very zen. So I'm sure it is a match made in heaven. What else? Twitter, actually, the response to this was was quite good. And it seems like there are a lot of you who are fitting things in. Um, another runner amongst us, Prima Famalam, great Twitter name, running at least four times a week, walk when I can and hit classes at home when I can, found out the hard way that I'm more productive when I take time out to exercise. And I think that's the the almost the joke in all of this, isn't it? Is that we so often don't have time to, to commit to a proper schedule of exercise, but we know when we do, or even not necessarily exercise, any kind of outlet, creative, whatever it is, whatever you do, that we are better, not only better people, we're better teachers, we feel better generally. And this goes back to things we talk about a lot about being multifaceted, about that well-being side that so often is neglected and that I'm going to try not to go down too much of the rabbit hole of tonight, but it that that is that is ultimately the truth, isn't it? It's it's it always boils down to our well-being, our mental health, our physical health and giving ourselves that time to to do the things that we want to do outside of school that make us the the multifaceted and varied individuals that we are i'm also looking i don't think anyone can top bounce at the moment that's my favorite class that i've heard about so if you've heard of anything that's more weird and wonderful than that i i want to hear about it i also want to know has anyone tried anything new in 2022 I love that that rhymes. Um, oh, it's the day with all the twos, isn't it? Or um, someone said to me, it's Desmond Tutu Day, um, which took me a while to get. And then embarrassingly, I I twigged. Um, and then when I, when one of my kids said today, it's Tuesday, I was like, what? And he said, Tuesday, Miss, Miss Newberger, Tuesday. And I thought, is, uh, is he? I, I don't know. And then again, I, I, I twigged. So before telling my child off a bit, my child, well, the children in my class for being ridiculous, I, uh, I, I did, I did realise what he was saying. Honestly, you can tell I'm tired, can't you? You can tell that it's, it's the end of a half term because I just, I'm chatting absolute rubbish. And I've also lost my train of thought as to what we're talking about as well. 
I know we're talking about fitness, but it'll come back around. Oh, yes. I want to know if you've done anything new in 2022 or whether you can top uh, trampolines and glow sticks uh, at four o'clock after school. I, I don't think I can. Um, but I haven't tried anything new yet, but I am intrigued by open water swimming because I am on the Atlantic here, but I am waiting for the water to warm up a bit because the Atlantic is always cold, even in the height of summer. So, and I do have a wetsuit. I have a very fetching wetsuit that in fact I've never worn, <laughs> but uh, I do feel I need to get a use out of it at some point because it was meant to be for my surfing, which kind of uh, sort of fell by the wayside after the summer because I realized I was terrible at it i may come back around to that um but as yet i'm still traumatized by feeling like i'm in a washing machine constantly i maybe should just stick to paddle boarding um that's something i recommend and actually if you get a chance to that's a really nice activity and very very good for the abs as well because i i maybe i'm doing it wrong but i come away from that feeling like i've done a proper a proper ab workout but you can do paddle boarding on rivers on the sea uh wherever you live i used to go actually because i when i lived in the uk i lived i lived in land a bit and uh there was a a man-made lake that i used to go on in the summer that was quite fun so i thoroughly oh yeah i really do recommend that uh, as well and uh but again if you're in the uk make sure you have a good wetsuit because well number one because falling in any of the waterways in the uk i mean some of them are fine but you just want to not get that on your skin and also cold very very cold um but yes, I, I'm i all for trying new sports as well. But And again, I don't think we, we get as much time for this as, as, we, as we'd want to. But I think also us trying new things, and I often tell classes that I've taught about my ridiculous adventures that I end up on. And one of the children in my class is a, is a very good surfer. Uh, he's told me that his dad is, is semi-professional. Whether that's true or not, I, I don't know. But if he wants to tell me that fine and he got great amusement in the summer out of me telling him all my fails and wipeouts and nearly drowning so I think it's also important to show children that we are out there doing our thing uh, whether it's in terms of sport or something else because and maybe this is more true in primary I, I don't know but I think often these kids forget that we are human too and that we do have lives outside of them I mean, I, I do think for a time that there were, that certainly one of my year, th or the year three class I taught before I came out here, definitely believed that I slept under my desk and that my entire life was school and, and nothing else. And I think it's, it's quite funny. I mean, I used to, when I did um, a lot of obstacle racing, uh, which I do actually miss, but things like Tough Mudders, I used to take my medals into school with me and say oh you know this is what I did at the weekend and they absolutely loved it so I do think that there is an element of saying you know look I I I've achieved this and you guys can achieve this too and uh this is kind of who I am I mean I know people don't want to reveal too much about themselves to, to the kids that they teach but I think it's also important to show that there is more to us than trying to force our way through teaching fraction of number on a Tuesday morning as I was today and met with faces of absolute horror. But, you know, 
we do what we can, don't we? I think I think we we can, but but try and uh, maybe maths and fraction of number is something else I can come back to in an, in another episode. But fractions and children never seem to to go particularly particularly well, or it might be because I'm trying to force force that upon them uh, in the last week of term, which is and and after assessment week, which is probably a gross error of judgment on my part rather than anything else. Um, but going back to to obstacle racing, I don't know. I think they are starting up again in the in the UK. And again, I do thoroughly recommend if you can get some mates together or teachers, colleagues together and go and do a Tough Mudder or something like that. There are lots of other ones that exist, but Tough Mudder tends to be the one people think of. Honestly, if you can get some friends together or teachers and train for that and go and do it, it is the most fun you will have ever it's it's brilliant and it's it's such a a team bonding exercise and i mean i don't know how well any of you get on with your colleagues some of you might have a brilliant team that you actually would quite happily socialize and train for something with others of you uh are maybe exercising to ensure to make sure that you don't punch whoever it is in the face in the staff room i, I don't know I don't know. I'm not actively encouraging any violence, by the way, but we all have that slightly irritating colleague. Um, and maybe that's why Harry's practices so much yoga. So he's um, Zen at all times and not worried about uh, having adverse reactions to irritating colleagues. I don't know, Harry, you can you can uh, you can answer that one at your at your leisure. <laughs> no one has mostly mostly for yourself. Oh, as in yoga is mostly for, for your own your own calmness well fair enough um i'm still waiting for people to come back to me on any weird and wonderful classes that they've done i'm still trying to rack my brain to think of anything that i've ever done that was strange i did walk out of dance aerobics once because i it swiftly dawned on me that i was not in any way following the choreography and i was too mortified to to carry on so i i knew that 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 wasn't wasn't for me but i quite like uh body combat and i but again <laughs> again i've uh what i used to do is go again the same the same friend that teaches spin I, I'd go to body combat and often she would kind of teach me little bits beforehand or she would, it would be a class I'd done online with her, whatever it was, so that I could actually have a fighting chance of, of remembering the choreography and actually being able to do it. But the thing is, I, it goes into my brain, but my brain does not allow my body to do what I want it to do. So again, I end up flailing around quite dramatically, but... I think a lot of the time people aren't there to judge. They're just there to to enjoy themselves, to forget about the day and to, yeah, just do something else, aren't they? Harry, uh, indeed, I'm also my own boss, co-worker and team chap, so I get pretty irritating. Oh, Harry, that's not true. Um, I I think you're wonderful. And I think a lot of people here think you're wonderful. So that is your your boost for for this evening. And actually, Harry was enormously helpful to me with my show the the other week, the other week, last week, um, to do with games and gaming in the classroom. And uh, all the information from that is in the show notes somewhere on my Twitter. And Harry uh, on his, I think, 
I, I don't know how if it's your Twitter and your Instagram where you're working through your list of games, but certainly on your Instagram, I know you're working through them and they are serving me incredibly well. So if you are looking for some games to play in class, then Harry Waters is your person. Uh, he has come to my rescue quite a lot, uh, little does he know, in recent weeks. Insta and now YouTube too. <laughs> so you're YouTube famous as well. Uh, so he's he's an influencer. This is where I have uh, I have uh, I have failed to to uh, impress the kids in my class because I am not an influencer. And they talk about these these YouTubers all the time. And I think, gosh, that's that's who they look up to. And here and here I am trying to play maths games with you. Honestly, no wonder no wonder they don't they don't look up to me. What 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 can I say? But anyway, I'm I'm deviating as always. And still nobody, I'm, I'm hanging on to this, still nobody has come up with, with any other weird and wonderful classes. Um, I've talked about farty yoga, so we're not going to bring that up again. And I'm so glad that I was I was backed up on that by Holly. So I, I do appreciate I do appreciate it because honestly, dire, dire scenes all around. What other classes? Oh, I used to do a calisthenics class uh in the uk as well for those of you who don't know it's kind of body weight and you get yourself into all kinds of weird and uh wonderful sort of holds and uh throw yourself over and around bars now of course my upper body strength was totally lacking so i i tend to use tended to use a lot of resistance bands but the day calisthenics ended for me was when i fell out of a handstand and i've still got the video somewhere that's or maybe I don't, maybe I deleted it in shame, where you literally see my arm just buckle under me. Honestly, how I did not break my arm, I do not know. So I decided that maybe calisthenics was not for me. And I think the trouble as well, again, being a neurodivergent person, means that I get an idea in my head and I think, oh, I want to do this class, or oh, I want to take up this sport. And I do it for a bit. And then I either get sick of it or decide I'm rubbish at it as as well. So I think as well as teachers finding something to stick with does does take some doing and something that we can commit to as well, because we our schedules are absolutely bananas and they are all over the show. But I do think that fitness is important. And I speak as someone who I would describe as fit-ish meaning that I like my fitness and I and I treat it as a very important part of my life but I also like food as you all know <laughs> and I talk about it all the time and I ask you what you're having for dinner and uh to me um exercising is not 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 about the looking good part it's actually generally so I can eat more and more just or justify to myself uh being able to to eat more and you can tell me how you feel uh, feel about that. I do absolutely believe in what I'm saying in terms of mindset, in terms of in terms of mental health, in terms of the day to day. But if you really ask me, ultimately, what it boils down to, it's being able to eat more food and enjoy more food. Not that we shouldn't be doing that anyway, because again, the the nutrition side of it as as teachers is just as important as as anything else. Um, and I know that. I am terrible at always having breakfast and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, oh, 
if any of you have any good breakfast recommendations for on the hop do let me know because I'm a little bit bored of protein shakes and things like that I think that's why I haven't been doing it again because my attention span has wandered off once again what was working really well and they were working really well I was mixing them up I was doing all sorts of different ones but my brain has just gone do you know what no we don't we don't want those anymore we don't want those at the moment so any kind of breakfast recommendations i would truly truly appreciate um i know that uh a lot of people would kind of like overnight oats i always forget to do them um i was on chia pudding for a while gosh i, I realized how that sounds i was on chia pudding for a while but <laughs> I feel the judgment, the judgment is palpable, but it's actually very nice. I didn't think I would like it, but uh, because I don't like things like rice pudding or tapioca, but actually chia pudding uh, is very easy to make and maybe I should get back on that. Um, some more comments coming in. Uh, Woody Danan, I think it's Danan at the end of his name, um, has just booked a calisthenics class. You'll have to let me know how that goes. Um, do tweet me. I am at Lucy New. Uh, so I'd, I'd love to know how you find it. And please do not fall out of a handstand. Woody has also said that he does intermittent fasting, so never had breakfast. Oh, gosh. I mean, wow. Good for you for doing for doing that. I could not cope with with that I have such a uh big appetite that I don't think I could uh yeah go without and I think the trouble I have is that when I skip breakfast by break time I'm starving and if they are biscuits or anything in the staff room it just causes untold amounts of havoc and often there are things because there's always birthdays we have yummy Fridays once a month oh it's just chaos Anyway, Harry is suggesting all the fruit. I agree. And it's quite nice. I mean, we are, Harry and I are very fortunate in that we live in countries where, you know, the fresh fruit is very, very good and actually tastes of what it's intended. So I think that that's also a, a very good idea. Uh, Mrs. Sorcher has said, I'm terrible at breakfast too. I'm now bringing mini Greek yogurt pot and chuck some muesli in on the way out the door to eat at my desk in the morning. That's pretty good. Um, Holly is circling back to uh, the fitness side of things again. Not a class, but when I was in the army, that I didn't know. You surprised me, Holly. Uh, I struggled to quick do be quickest and best, which means getting in into onto the horse's saddle without using a block or the stirrups. Oh, blimey. Uh, lots of jumping and upper body strength required. So the PT was asked to give me extra sessions in order to motivate me. I ended up having PT sessions uh, being shouted at while running and jumping over the horse jumps might have made an interesting class for horse riders can't say I particularly enjoyed it so Holly when you say the horse jumps do you mean the 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 ones that the horses use like the 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 bar over the I don't even know what you call them or the fences if you like yes you do oh wow uh interesting I mean again if there's any footage kicking around uh <laughs> do do uh do let us know because I'd be very intrigued to see that but also I mean I, I thought army training was all uh <laughs> all kind of sit-ups and pull-ups and all the rest of it I've still never got my pull-up I can do monkey bars as I showed you all in the video for the promo for this show this week Definitely can do that, but pull-up still still evades me. So again, any tips for that? I'm just using the show for tips at this point. Uh, any any tips on getting your first pull-up? Do do let me know as well. Woody's also said that uh, I have said his name correctly, but he answers to anything. Good to know. Uh, what else? Oh, lots of laughing faces. Oh, wonderful. 
And I've just now got this delightful image of Holly trotting round a, a sort of dressage type situation or, a, yeah, um, and uh, jumping over things. So, wow. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what to add to that, to be honest. I mean, that is quite, quite extraordinary. Um, in terms of going back to obstacle racing, I would... I would like to start training for those again, definitely. And actually, what's nice out here is that they've actually set up uh, across, sort of in the surrounding area obstacles you can train on for free. So in the parks, they have things like um, the the monkey bars and the uh, the rings that you can uh, swing through. It's a bit like being on gladiators. Anyone who ever watched that in the nineties, and I'm showing my age here, but if you watch gladiators, I think it was called Hang Tough, where they uh, swung from ring to ring. That was great, wasn't it? Um, and I think if that still existed now, I'd love to train to go onto something like that. I'd never have the time or the 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 energy to do it, but how much fun would would that be? Mainly for the bit I've vaguely remember the bit on the last challenge at the end where they had to grab a rope and swing through something at the end that's that's really the only reason that I'd want to do it um and the same for Ninja Warrior as well and I know that uh I'm fairly sure there's some teachers that have been on that and I'm always baffled as to how they find the time uh to to train at that level and be full-time teachers I often wonder if I'm doing something wrong but then I think that's also an important point that we should never be ashamed or shame anyone else for not being able to or not choosing to fit in these things. And I think that's that's something, I mean, we as teachers are always very good at uh, comparing ourselves to others and worrying about the things that we, that we are or that we're not doing and it ends up in a bit of a, a spiral. So I think it is vital to, to also make sure that we are not being too hard on ourselves either with too much fitness or the fact that we're not doing as, as much as we want to. And I'm terrible for this. I'm very hard on myself about everything and particularly about my, my fitness as, as, as well, because it's been through injury and all the rest of it. It's been very up and down. And one day I will practice what I preach, but I'm putting it out there so that if you do catch me being hard on myself, you can turn around and say, well, on your show, Lucy, you said that you weren't going to do this and you've encouraged us not to do it. So you have to make sure that you are setting the example. Um, Harry said, I play hang tough with my knowledge. I always win. I always win. She's only eight. I'm assuming you're referring to a child, Harry, your child. Please confirm. <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, kid. Oh, that. Oh, okay. My with my knowledgeable kid. Uh, with my. Okay. I think was there a typo? Oh, yeah, I thought there might have been a typo in there, Harry. Thank you for that. I thought it was just me being over over tired. Okay. Right. I think we are going to pause for the evening now. I think we've talked quite a lot about fitness and all the things we enjoy. Um, but if anyone wants to add anything, please, please do. Um, and please do tweet me if you uh, suddenly have suddenly remember some ridiculous class you did in full 80s get up or you were dancing around with glow sticks or something like that. Please do let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, do do stay well do stay fit. I think it's, I do think it's important, even if you just go for a walk or you find time to do some, do some yoga or whatever it is. I also thoroughly recommend the Nike training app. I think that's great uh, for a variety of, of workouts at home. Although don't make the mistake I did when I first moved into the building I'm in now, I 
did not have any idea about Portuguese buildings and how they are not heat proof, soundproof, anything proof. So I was doing in lockdown, thoroughly enjoying my six, I think it was 6am I was doing them, uh, workouts, indoor kind of boot, boot camp style workouts with my kettlebell and everything else, having a great time stomping, clod hopping around until one day my downstairs neighbour uh, came upstairs and uh, knocked on my door and very politely said, I'm really sorry, we can hear every thump and every step. So if you could just wait until eight o'clock in the morning when, you know, when we're, when we're up, we'd really appreciate it. I felt terrible. And after that, I ended up doing my 6am classes in the garden of my building in the dark because, well, I mean, I had no choice really. I couldn't continue um, stomping around my my apartment like that. So yes, if you are going to do indoor workouts and you are in an apartment, just, just be careful. Um, and also even in, in garages and things like that, I know, um, my dad, for some inexplicable reason, likes to use his turbo with the garage door open, much to the great upset of my mum, because she's, oh, the whole street can see you, why on earth would you, would you want to exercise with the door open? And of course, you know, it's just for air circulation, all the rest of it, but no, my, my mum doesn't like to, the neighbours to know that my dad is on, on his little spin bike, I don't really know why, but, uh, just quite funny. Anyway, I've tailed off once again. Yes, please do uh, get in touch with me if you think of uh, anything else or if you do decide to do a Tough Mudder uh, or you want recommendations for other ones in and around the UK. I've done pretty much, I would say all of them. No, I haven't done all of them, but I've done a good portion of them in my time. So I can thoroughly recommend a few. I know they are starting up again. So if you're looking for something muddy and cold and <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't sell it like that, but something muddy that involves climbing over, under and through things, I can certainly point you in the right direction there. And I know they exist in Portugal as well. Um, they're beach ones that happen. So I'm waiting for those to, to start up again and post your photos, share your photos with me of what you're get, what you're getting up to as well. I'd love to I'd love to see it, particularly as hopefully uh, in the UK too, the weather's going to improve. It's 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 pretty good here, not to brag, but that's partly why I live here. But yeah, do do get out there and remember, it all counts. Okay, so never ever feel bad about what you're doing, not doing, because even if it is going up and going up and down the stairs, and I also find something about stairs is that no matter how fit you are, you go up a couple of flights of stairs and it's like you've climbed Everest. It's just baffling to me like I always think I'm reasonably fit until I have to scale the stairs in a building because I'm too terrified to use the lift um Harry bragging away 23 degrees in Spain good to know we're not quite there in Portugal yet we're about 20 20 something but I am in Spain next week so uh hopefully the sun will shine down on me there which leads me to my final point I am not here next week. I know you're all absolutely gutted to hear that uh, because I will be enjoying my half term. Yes, finally, in Valencia, which I am very, very excited about. Also, any travel recommendations, welcome. Uh, I accidentally lied to my dad and told him I bought a guidebook. I didn't. No one uses guidebooks anymore, or at least I don't think they do. But yes, if you have any kind of uh, restaurant recommendations, sites recommendations, any other recommendations, do let me know because uh, in true me fashion, I have not planned it. I've booked my flight and my hotel and I gave up after that. So <laughs> at the moment, I have a very nice bed and breakfast, but 
nothing else to do. Harry's suggesting next time go to Seville. It's on the list, Harry. It's on the list. But yes, I will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I haven't decided yet. Uh, but hmm, if there's anything that you want me to, to chat about, um, I'd love to have some guests on. It's been a while since I've had anybody to, to talk to. I know people are busy, but if you want to come on and chat to me about anything, uh, impart your wisdom, share your thoughts, I'd love that. So please do, again, get in contact uh, at Lucy New, L-U-C-E-E-N-E-U. And I will see you all very, very soon. But in the meantime, be good, be safe, look after each other, get out there and stay excellent. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.